have a very special treat for you all today. She is a six-time Grammy-nominated artist, uh, singer, songwriter, producer, activist, mama. Wow. <laughs> mama. Years, no, 18 years for me in the United 
United States and what's the process of how people consider that portion of their lives important. Oh yeah. And it didn't used to be that way. Yeah. It was it was secondary. It was something that happened during the certain time of year. It was what after party is happening. Yeah. Now who voted? Not who's now the president. It's not always the you know the presidential party at like no who yeah. voted and who's now in office and it's a uh, it's important. It really is. It is. And I hate that people find out too late how much so. So now, even today, watching the news, you have the likes of Kanye West being used as a tool to represent. It's unfortunate because this is just how it's perceived as a tool to represent what when I say they, I mean they think we are. Yeah. That's not fair. I'm like, how can you be in that position and put everyone in this position? Is a so next level up of narcissism to do oh that. Gosh. And, um, Did you see what happened with Kanye West? Yes. Look, each each to their own. But <laughs> it's like at some point, um, I draw all this back to being an artist. I do acknowledge the, the responsibility that I have to have. Like I wish I could just say what I wanted to say. And maybe I know that you don't want to hear it, you don't want to hear it, you don't want to hear it, but I'm like, I have to do that behind my closed doors. There's a level of responsibility that I have to give and a PC version of life that should be addressed, but I myself have never done that. I've I was going to say, would you go to the president? Because I can't. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, I don't bang with, first of all, how did you come with me? I mean, because you want to be behind this, I was like, oh no, we want the trouble. It's like one, two, three, and the rest is no. Bottom line is majority rules. In my position, I don't bang them. I don't bang with somebody that doesn't give up their Twitter handler when they're the president. He's like a rapper. He's like, I'm going to keep all my followers at the real Donald Trump. Like, that's at the president. It's like, I'm just going to be at the real Donald Trump with all my followers. It's crazy. Yeah. But for me, like I said, it's next level narcissism. I feel like, oh, I'm the greatest hated president in the world. That's not a good thing, though. But the fact that you can spin that into a positive just shows you who that is. And it also shows you anyone feeding into that. Oh, man. As far as art, I'm not knocking Kanye, but I absolutely understand because of the type of art that he does why he understands a man like that. Yeah. So take away the presidency and everything else. He's like, you, you campaign your way into America's living rooms and have everybody vote for this hope because you were popular. Yeah. You were at real Donald Trump. You were at these tables I couldn't sit at. So that's a different level of um, voting. Oh, yeah. It's all social media. It's my opinion probably wouldn't count with people scrolling through going, ah, she's only got 400,000 followers on Twitter. Oh, she's blue check verified though. But if I had 3 million, it was like, oh, why did you say that? Um, yeah. That's it's something. what counts to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. everyone is, it's all of a side. And um, art can do that to you. And I feel like I've been in a position with my own art where I haven't had to apologize for it. Yeah. Not once, even if I was asked to. It's like, well, why? What I wanted to say is how I felt in the moment. Even if I disagree with myself, that was myself 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Yeah. I've been writing for a long time and I've lived 
stages of life with other people through my own music. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, she cheats on you with a boss who will play it, but me for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the petty version of me. This is, this is the extreme culture kids to far away. So when far away happens, and I'm getting all of this, um, it's almost like the hood award. There's yeah. no award for that. There's no Grammy for that. There's no yeah. Oscar for that. It's wow, you saved my life. You yeah. shed light on an issue that ultimately wouldn't have been otherwise. Yeah. So, but why don't I? You know, being in the music industry, you can somewhat, not saying you, but people in the industry can somewhat live in this little bubble, right? Um, how do you stay woke? You know what I mean? Like, is it, are you, are you paying attention to social media? Is Marcia Dakar reading the newspaper? Are you watching CNN? And how are you keeping up with what is going on around the world? Well, it's crazy that Sean King has now become my news. I know. Because it's happening. How do you know this? Why this is not reported on here? No, it's, um, you need to walk with enough. There's no social media for that. There's no news outlet that can give you that feeling. It's right or wrong, and it's what you're willing to protect behind your own closed doors. So I'm not saying that I have it all figured out, but I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure um, word of mouth, you know, people talking. Like, I didn't know what happened with Kanye because I wasn't on Instagram until someone was like, I just saw it. I'm like, someone get you mad. Somebody? Scroll through my timeline, please. I've been saying that someone go get him. Because as an artist, okay, I do have a team. I have a manager. I have a role manager. I have close friends that have been riding with me and for me from the very beginning. So I all of a sudden was this wholesome Christian woman that now says, you know what, hey, I vote for Trump. They were looking at me crazy, yeah. like, are you going through something like this? <laughs> like, like who you've been. Yeah. But no one is pulling any coattails. No one is saying, you know what, come here, bro. I, I get what you're trying to do, yeah. and I, I feel you because this is a level of fame and power that you've never seen, and you're intrigued by it, and ex all of the, oh, horrific and excruciatingly embarrassing things that this man has done, period, and is doing in this country and for this country. Yeah. You take all that away, he's another rapper to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and you wish is. that you could get him to see it, like... Let me just shake you one time so that you can understand how this person He does though. You. That's not what we're trying to do, and that's not what art does also. He's letting his own art unfold before you. He knows exactly who that man is. Wow. And it's almost like you have to check your very, very dear heart and late registration loving Kanye, the old Kanye. <laughs> I'll be late for that Kanye. Yeah. Cut his dropout Kanye, but you know what? You are this guy. Yeah. And I embraced you when I embraced you, and that's okay too. Yeah. And I loved everything you said in that moment during Katrina, and at that time you were right. It's almost like a horoscope. Yeah. You'll read it and it'll apply to you that day, and you'll read it the next day and you're like, ah, thank you. People are human. Yeah. He's having a very exaggerated human experience, and that's what art is. As an artist, Thankfully, I haven't had too many tragedies. 
I think the one clear one for me was having to lose a family member and having to go on stage and almost breaking in that moment and crying and after the show, someone was like, were you really crying? <laughs> and I wanted to punch them. <laughs> you, but that was me need to that person. But then again, I was like, am I wrong though? And I was like, how, how dare you question my emotions? Who do you mean am I really crying? This isn't a, this isn't a game. Reality. Right, this is just, okay, I have to go on stage and I'll see Lila and my husband on the side of the stage, my mother taking flicks, and I'm singing songs from the new album, Lila, and she's singing along, and I get emotional, and it's, this isn't an act. I don't put on the superhero cape and go, tell her, I know what her brothers, and go sit down, and then I'm after her brothers. Yeah. All the time. Lila's mother all the time, and the, I don't want to call you regular people, because we're all regular people, but, me with the microphone in my hand and sitting on this side of you does put me in this bubble and forces me in this bubble and I have to become who you think I am but people who are insecure and have had to deal with personal tragedy and strife in front of the public eye they've had to pretend and put up this facade to become who you think they are and that can take a toll and you're, you're watching people spiral into infinite, and it's, no, this person's been going crazy for a long time, and it's too late. Yeah. I spoke about how, you know, recently with the, the death of Black Bill and him only being 26 years old, and we don't know what he was going through, yeah. but we watch what he needs to. And some people laugh and chuckle and giggle, like, ah, oh, she's cracked out, where's the help? Yeah. Until it was too late, and I was like, oh my God. Wait, I was like, oh, crazy now. Oh, yeah. You had enough time. People had enough time. Mm-hmm. But it's, you can't break anyone that's in that deep or dark place, whether I'm sitting on this side of the microphone or watching you. Yeah. How much of you are you comfortable showing? I think all of it. All of it. Every last bit of it. And I think the only thing that I struggled with initially was um, having to deal with being in a group and then parting ways and everyone having their opinion as to why it happened. And I'm like, you know what? You really don't want to know really what happened. You don't. I mean, no, we do. No, you do. <laughs> and the thing is that once again, the very intrusive what happened. And I'm like, you know what? Your version of what you think happened was better than anything you can make up? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because of social media, we had this deeper look into people's lives, and now it's almost like you owe me a look at your life. You know what I mean? Like, like why aren't you posting pictures? Where's your baby? I want to see your baby's first steps. I want to see. What did you see today? It was um, Selena Gomez. I'm sorry, we just already turned off the news. Came over here, so I'm just going with what was happening, and um, it was on the news like, oh, she's taking a break from social media. And we don't know what's happening, but we know that she's hospitalized and getting treatment on the East Coast, but we'll keep you updated. <laughs> and you're like, bro, she had a kidney transplant. Those complications, like, why do you want to know this on social media? Why is this yeah. Mitch was like, oh, her three point something, something million uh, followers, I'm pretty sure they're being informed with a very long drawn out caption. Hashtag help me. Hashtag mental health. Hashtag Oh my god, this is real, I can't even get that alone. Right? <laughs> like, it's insane, but this is 
what we're doing yeah. to and for each other and the, the help that we're giving that absolutely hurting. Yeah. Do you post yourself on social media? You do yourself? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know people took care of people's accounts. <laughs> so I'm getting real ghost names killer. But I'm like, what's up, bro? Actually, this is his assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Within the music, it has to um, pay a little. 
handle that. Do you get any pushback from maybe the label or people in the industry that are like, don't talk about that? And I'll give you two scenarios. When I did far away, far away was actually 2011, and um, we approached networks, whether it was BT, whether it was MTV, and we gave them the rundown of what far away was going to be before we shut it. I said, look, I'm about to leave my budget and have this story be told if you're not going to help me get this message out. And each and every network said, you know what, we're riding with you. And that's why we had success with that. That was the major label. So now, me being able to venture out on my own, and I'm completely independent, oh no, I can really say what I want. Yeah. But still get the, the level of respect that I have from networks that are willing to air that and show that and be honest. And backlash, what is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like my husband gets, checks me all the time. I'll see, oh gosh, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. Infinity, and there's that one troll. And who do you think I would like to? Not everyone that loves me, because that's easy. Oh, thank you, thanks. It's the one trouble. Like, what have you gone through in your life with? <laughs> everyone here was loving it. Yes, you. How do I do this? Can we just time? talk about that, though? I had this conversation. I, I, I remember sending this message to Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro. Same thing, as many people say these amazing things about you, you go in on this one and they're waiting for you to do it yeah. and you're giving them what they want and it's you know, it's you it's, it's human moments, it truly is. Yeah. And it's, it's surprising how much um, you can feed into it, whether that's me, whether that's Chris Brown, as, as anybody. Yeah. It's, you're scrolling through all of these people that you've allowed into your personal space. And when something negative is said, it's defensive. Yeah. It's like, well, why are you here? <laughs> it's yeah. like someone counting down your happiness. Like, ooh, you see my she got a relationship now? That's she not happy? happy. <laughs> so you're waiting for this year to go up for me. You're not even your year. You tweeted intentionally to negatively spin 365 days of my life and you think my love is gonna last. Oh, That's how I'm taking it. I'm taking it all the way there. Yeah. So yeah. you can projection. Of course. You know what I mean? But you have to take the power back and be like, you know what, you are somewhere miserable living your life. Yeah. Watching mine. Yeah. You're missing out on so much love and so much glory that I just have to let you go. Look. Yes, but is it necessary for my own mental health? Yes, because I can be 
from that. So it's knowing when. So I feel like I um, calculated my moves in a way where emotionally I'm able to unlayer and unlayer a veil each and every time when I'm ready. It's never for somebody else. Like, ooh, you forced me into a corner and now I have to say. Never have to do or have to say anything. No one does. But when it's your choice, you can. I think the power in letting go is more powerful than holding a good guard. Mm. And I used to think I was so strong for like holding a brave face and standing there like, I'm oh, okay. Like, that's not brave. That's just masking a whole bunch of hurt and pain that I have to deal with when I don't have to show you me anymore. Yeah. So I was like, you know what's brave? Let go. But when I let go, that's how life happens. That's how I meet my husband. That's how we created this new album, beginning to end. Already, song one through eight is the love story. Like when we first met, and I say, I'm sorry, babe, I know you're sitting right there. But I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine, fine. Like Ralph Angel, Queen Sugar. I didn't know how I was going to get to it, and 
I've had the same people in my life consistently where it's, um, they've gone, you know what, you've really spoke this into existence. And I'm yeah. like, I did. I wanted this. And I feel like as a woman, I had to choose. I don't think it happens until you really admit who you really are. Like, mm-hmm. who you really are. You stand in front of that mirror and I say love yourself through pain. Not hate yourself. Because I've looked at me and hated me for things I've said, things I've done, and it was nothing I could change. I was like, I wouldn't be standing here having this battle with myself had I not done any of those things. That could have been for anybody, anything. You're never going to disclose all of your personal demons. Like, your demons might be like, oh, that's not so bad. And it's tragic 100% for somebody else. But you'll never be able to explain that to somebody else, how that feels. And I think for me, me once I knew how that felt, I was ready. I was ready. I was like, I can fall in love they will fall in love with me. Me. Like, real me. Unfortunately, it was a, a position where my husband wasn't aware of anything I've done or said or been and knew a couple of poetry songs, knew a Martha and Rosie song, but was like, okay, that's you, that's, that's cool. It was never a thing like, oh, I'm on the road with poetry and Martha and Rosie. It wasn't high for that. Yeah. We met each other and that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you said, um, you know, you're loving yourself. It's important to love yourself through the pain. Um, what are some of the um, struggles that you've experienced that were very painful that helped you to see who you really are? Um, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> it was at one time in band camp. Right. <laughs> um, I think one major one, an epitome punk moment in uh, my career was the death of my grandmother in 2003. I remember getting to America and I just quit playing basketball. True story. This is another fake. I played play for real, for real. Anytime you say something twice, twice, it's real, real. <laughs> so I quit playing ball, but when I got to the States, I continued to eat like I was still playing. So I started putting on all of this weight. Didn't really care at the time. It was like, checking for me anyway. I love being back in peace. And my grandmother passed away. I remember being on a tour with Amy Irie at the time, and I told her what happened, and she consoled me in a way that I could not repay her for what she did. She'll probably never know, but I had to explain to her that if you went there for me in that way, I'd have quit. This wasn't, this is not a game. I was like, oh, no one cares? No one cares. Oh, grandmother died, six a.m. stuff. Just like that, straight like that. And I couldn't believe it in the moment that it was that normal. Like that was my pain, it was nobody else's. So then I remember calling my mother, I said I've got this last show to do in New Orleans. And it's crazy, I remember everything. Boris Kojo and his wife were there, who I don't even think they were married at the time, 2003, but they were together. And I told them what happened because I couldn't hide it. Because yeah. I'm trying to do the show and then there's the after party and everyone's trying to shake hands. Like, oh, that was great. And I'm like, my grandmother just died. <laughs> trying to smile and just get through the lights. Okay. And I was like, I know I'm getting on the plane tomorrow, going to the funeral. And I'm going to be getting home and remembering that my grandmother wanted this so bad for me, like so bad. And I was like, I can't do this for her. 
to Hawaiian, and it was in Philadelphia, and this girl, Jackie Brown, did it. She freehanded the whole thing. I showed her the picture that I wanted, she freehanded it. And it's crazy because a friend of mine was looking at it, I was like, what's, what's the face in, in the lion's? I'm like, it's a lion's face. So I said, like, what do you mean what's the face? And there is in the shaping a face that dead up looks like my grandmother. Oh my God. Freaked me out. Oh like, God. freaked me all the way out. And my whole family was like, you did that on purpose. Because it looks exactly oh like the shot that we have. And I was like, you know what?
speaking out now, sharing their stories, and what do you think their impact will be for the future? Whatever allows anybody's story to be brave is, is just that, it's just bravery. There's no time for that. And um, I think it's very telling when people are like, why now? So, do you know how loaded that question is? Like, why now? And not why then? Do you know who I had to be then to tolerate what was happening to me or others or anyone that had ever been through anything that traumatic? It's, um, it's hard to watch because it's, it's seeing um, the people that you know having gone through things like that, that now have to, for their own personal mental health, like disclose that and then nine out of 10 times it's, but, or why, or that couldn't happen to you, I've known you for years, like people that you've known say that your story is, uh, that's crazy to me, but it's powerful all at the same time, because it's, um, it's a movement of people who are, I say people, it's women, it's men, it's everyone, it's, it's, people who allow themselves to forgive themselves. I think anyone who's been abused have, have put up the target and shut that target in many times in their heads and have never been able to get over what they felt they did to deserve that. And it's a lot of self-healing because you can kill that, but that pain still hurts you. You know, it's um, it's tough, but it's a, it's a process of its own. It's healing. Yeah, it is healing. Um, I was speaking to a friend of mine not that long ago who's in the entertainment industry, and we were just talking about things that we're seeing on the news with sexual harassment. And being a woman in entertainment, you get a lot of those experiences. Um, some you may speak up on, some as women, we tend to just brush to the side because it's, you know, I gotta get this job done, you know, or the people who are in power are men that, you know, I gotta just let it go. Sometimes you feel that way. Have you ever dealt with sexual harassment in your industry? No, not in a, not at the level that, that many uh, women and men have done. Not anything that I, I've ever had to report. I've been blessed with people that have protected me from those things. Like, for a long time, I, uh, I'd been, I just felt like I was allowed to just be free and be me. I was never put in this industry based on image or it was never something that I had to force feed and become, you know, a carbon copy of the R&B version of who people think it's supposed to be. Yeah. I was just allowed to be. So with that protection and that freedom, I was also protected from, from that. And I think that's been the biggest gift for me 18 years in to have the same people that protected me from that still in my life to this day. Mm. Same manager. So oh, wow. Oh, that's good. Uh, I heard you had an album come out. What is the name? <laughs> and where can you find that? The name of my new album is uh, Nyla. And uh, named after my daughter, but also named after the journey it took to get to her. Like I said, this is 18 years for me in the United States, and it's uh, all the touring, all the late nights and early mornings going back and forth in between, and then finding the love of my life in between that. So uh, 
it's actually available everywhere right now. You can go on your phone, Spotify, that, iTunes, that. You can also go right there <laughs> and buy it because it's right there. No, it, no, it is the favorite. So, yeah, go get your copy. And uh, that'd be done. <laughs> <laughs>